216th episode of Classroom Brew. Wow, that's wild. Uh, a fun update for you guys is that we haven't seen any <laughs> any mice or rats, so the problem is for sure taken care of. They're all captured and or dead, so that's good. And uh, the other fun update, too, is if you saw this on Patreon, maybe we'll get him on a, an episode up here pretty soon, is that we actually have a co-star or a, a co-host right now, and he's currently giving me kisses on the hand, and his name is Marty. And Marty is the most adorable little corgi terrier mix you've ever seen. And he is now our, our puppy. So he's about a year old and the easiest transition ever because he is house trained already. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, very, very thankful for that, uh, that he is in fact house trained. So um, yeah, so puppy update, that's fun. It's been really hard to leave for the school day and know that he's at home. And granted, Katie's here, but you know, it's hard for me personally to leave him, but he definitely has a teacher schedule of waking up at the ass crack of dawn. Right, buddy? So it's been an emotional ride because obviously being in a space after, you know, Oliver's death to, to adopt, that took a little bit of time. And it was more like uh, Katie was thinking, you know, we should get a dog. Oliver was obviously my family dog. And I was in my head like, this isn't going to happen for a very long time. But came across this little guy <laughs> as he's eating his food right now. I can see him. And, it, you know, he just kind of spoke to me. And he's just been the absolute best. So we'll try to post some stuff. Maybe he'll be on a video episode with me pretty soon here. But uh, Marty is officially part of our family now. And we love him. Uh, we got this, this fun email from Lori Lightfoot the mayor of Chicago, thanking teachers for their service and saying, I know it's been really hard. And she went on the news and was saying something like, it's so disappointing to see how poorly the contact tracing and safety precautions and the lack of testing. And she's blaming the district that she herself has pulled funding from. <laughs> and appointed the interim CEO who clearly didn't do fuck all except for send us a couple emails with his personal thoughts. Am I generalizing and assuming based on what I know? Absolutely. I'm sure a lot went on behind the scenes, but the biggest thing right now is technology and funding and safety. And one of those three things, safety, was 100% undermined. Yes, I know, buddy. Hello. Was 100% undermined by the interim CEO, who's already out. And they've got this other guy that I'm sure will be some other new crony, but you know what? We don't know for sure. Uh, anyway, the, the funny thing is that they're talking about this and Lori Lightfoot's passing off the blame to the district itself that you know she clearly has a lot of influence on. And uh, at the same time, they gave us the suggestion to, to help with contact tracing to implement seating charts. Now, I don't know if you know this, but in high school, there's a lot of intermingling between groups. So who the fuck is going to actually use contact tracing in terms of seating charts when it all goes out the window the second they leave during a passing period as well as during another class? Not to mention the inconsistencies when it comes to, I don't know, a lunchtime gym when no one wears a fucking mask indoors or, uh, I don't know, the other teachers that don't think COVID's real or that there's, there's dangers and long-term effects that can happen 
and so they don't reinforce masks or wear it them fucking selves. So, I don't know, contact tracing and seating charts? I had to ask my principal, is this like a hard, like you are doing this teachers or is this like a a soft suggestion? And luckily it's a soft suggestion because it's complete bullshit. Um, that said though, our, our admin, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, joking aside, even though, you know, they didn't put batteries in my automated, uh, hand sanitizer machine. And the, the sign, by the way, that I posted on Instagram that says whether or not a classroom was cleaned, mine broke like three weeks ago and it hasn't been replaced. So who knows what they're fucking cleaning. I know that I've been testing it by like leaving some things strategically and it's still there the next day even the next week. Uh, but that said, I came back. I was gone on Friday and Monday for a wedding. It was also the time that we went to go pick up Marty in Wisconsin on the way back. And uh, I actually got my first ever 100% good note on each class for both days from the sub. So that was very nice. Not a lot of people did the work, but it was still a good note behaviorally and enough people did. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to the, the contact tracing thing or the cleanliness thing, whatever it is, it ultimately just boils down to extra work and stress for teachers. So you want us to suddenly implement a seating chart, and I know the kids are going to hate it, and when we give them the justification as to why, they're going to say, well, it doesn't matter anyway. I spend at least 45 minutes of my time throughout the day redirecting on masks. I have to come up with clever little incentives and things like that to be like, well, if I only correct you 87 million times on your mask, then maybe we'll get a movie day. Like, I'm having class periods compete for the least number of mask redirects and they get a movie. And the numbers are not great. Like right now, it's like 67 for one class period and then like 32 for another. So the quote-unquote best class, it's still like 32 fucking times within a one to two week span. Holy shit. That said, I'm sure it's a lot better than other classrooms because there's some where like, there's a kid that, went through like their first six classes of the day. So by the time they got to me during seventh period, I was like, where is your mask? And they're like, oh, I don't have one today. What? What do you mean? You went through the first six to seven hours of the school day without a mask and no adults stopped you. How the fuck am I supposed to actually? It's like the same thing with expectations. Hey, bud. Oh, you're so confused. You're like, why is he getting so? Oh, thank you for the kisses. Marty's right here. He's very confused. Sometimes this happens on the podcast, especially when we talk about all these Audi TT douchebags that we have. So, um, yeah. So this new CEO, that'll be interesting to see how it goes. Our admin has been trying this new thing, uh, a couple members of our admin team or senior leadership team, whatever it is. And they're doing these instructional shout outs via email. And that was nice. It was nice to get a shout out a couple weeks in a row. I don't know how long it'll last, but it was nice to finally get something that wasn't just like, like everything is bit seriously like the bit.ly slash teacher hate. That's a link you can go to bit.ly slash teacher hate. Everything has been very anti-teacher, even from like the other staff in the fucking building. So it's been kind of nice to hear some positive stuff, but I don't know how long it'll last. So everything, every sort of email seems to be like, well, make sure you're doing this teachers and you should be doing this and X, Y, Z, this. It's just like, Jesus Christ, like, do we do anything right according to anyone's standards? And the answer is no, we don't do anything right. Uh. So I don't, I don't really know how long it'll last, but it's been nice to hear some positive things. As an instructional coach, that's usually the, the focus I go into it uh, with. 
is it's not just me, you know, giving my expertise because I'm certainly not an expert. I don't think anyone is an expert in teaching and pedagogy, but being able to share what other people are doing and connecting teachers to other teachers, that is the best way, I think, uh, to celebrate each other, but also share the good things that we're doing. So I hope it lasts. I don't know how long, but you know what? I'm two for two. Actually, no, I'm two for three on, on weekly, weekly shout outs. Uh, so we'll, we'll take it. I personally didn't realize it. It wasn't until Science Adam, uh, he pointed it out. But, you know, it's, it's nice to be recognized sometimes. It doesn't mean anything, but recognition is sometimes all you need for someone to say, hey, I see you. I see you're doing a good job. I appreciate you. That's all it is. Sometimes I'll, I'll respond to an email with just something like, hey, I appreciate you. That's all it takes. And it's genuine. I'm not bullshitting when I say that. Uh, we have a, a staff member who's trying to get a therapy dog, which you may remember right before the CTU CPS strike. I was trying to get a therapy dog for like a full time uh, situation in the classroom. And there's a lot of roadblocks. So there's a staff member right now that's trying to get a therapy dog to come once a week to see at least 10 kids per week. I think that's awesome. So uh, when I offered you know, my support, which is very minimal, like this person has a really good grasp of it. Uh, I just said, hey, I appreciate you. This is awesome. I had my AP site or my AP site kids do some research on therapy dogs and see the benefits and all that stuff. And I was like, you know what would be a good formative? How about we talk about the benefits in a thank you letter to the person that's organizing this? And truly, that's not just a load of BS. I, I appreciate it. That's going to be great for our kids, especially after the year and a half that we've had. Which, by the way, every kid is recognizing like, I was watching uh, a couple other teachers when I was doing some instructional coaching and uh, there's some disruptions and things like that. And some kids were like, we haven't done this in a long time. We're still used to summer. Give us a break. It's like, well, we've been doing this for a month. You know, can you not call each other fuckheads or whatever you've been saying to each other? I know that you're used to being able to do that when you're on mute and your camera's off. But maybe when we're in person and we can see you, you could refrain from calling each other fuckheads and whatever else that they seem to say. I've learned a lot about kids that are gang-affiliated. That's definitely something they want to brag about, which is a whole separate conversation. <laughs> that, you know what, at this point during the year, I think I'd like to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation and be like, hey, can you tell me more about, you know, this gang life? Like, how, how serious are we about this? Like, how, how into it are we? What does it entail? Because I have no fucking clue. Even after all this time, and I don't know if in the past I was comfortable knowing, but I'm in a space now where it's like, you know what? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me. Truly. So, uh, Peter and I were talking, actually. And, uh, you know, this, this school year has been truly the first time, I think, ever that I have looked forward to going to work. So, like, I, I woke up, I think it was last week, and granted, there was also the excitement of knowing that I would be going to pick up Marty and go to my buddy's wedding and see a bunch of college people and have people from high school, middle school, and uh, college, and also Katie, you know, come together and meet and, you know, dance and all of that and get super drunk in Iowa City for a weekend. That was part of it. But it was the first time, and truly, this is because of the kids right now. This is the first time that I actually feel excited, or at least zero dread, I should say. Uh, it depends on the day and how gloomy it is outside. But, uh, it, you know, things aren't perfect. But honestly, this is the best start to a school year I think I've ever had. And part of it is that I'm, I've truly come into my own. This is my fifth year of teaching now. 
uh, shout out to tenure, but the, the group of kids that we have, it's the best chance we have. I've mentioned this before on an episode when I was frustrated that I thought we would squander it, and we still might. There's still plenty of staff members that undermine the good things that we try to do, but it feels like the best chance because the freshmen and sophomores, they're, they're a fresh, clean slate. The juniors, and se- the juniors are only like a year of like pretty good schooling uh, on the canvas, and then the seniors were a pretty good group back when they were freshmen and sophomores. So it's the best chance we have to like turn things around. And I've never had a group of kids that if they don't finish something during the time they have, they are like, I'd like to bring this home and work on it for homework. (laughs) I have a bunch of kids that they're like, you didn't assign us any homework. If I was a student, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. But there's kids that they're like, no, we want to do something. I've never had that. Where groups of students are excited about school uh, expectations have been very clear. I think I've been the most deliberate about that kind of stuff. Um, and, and honestly, it's just been the kindest group of kids. Every single one of them asked me when I got back on Tuesday, how was the wedding? Did you get the, the dog on the way home? And I was like, yeah. Can we see pictures of him? What's his name? Like, they're so excited. These seem like really basic things, but these are things that I haven't really had especially to this scale, maybe one or two kids, you know, over the years total, but full classes that are like excited. That's great. You okay, Marty? Good boy. He's, he's having a good time. So I guess, you know, last little thing here. Uh, admittedly, I'm recording this the night before. So right now it is Wednesday, the 22nd, and this episode comes out Thursday, the 23rd. Um, how do I put this? Uh, so you may know I've been coaching football for four out of the five years I've been a, a teacher. And um, we get to our practice field and someone stole the one-man sled, which if you don't know, is a big-ass thing of metal that has like these, it's super heavy and it has like these like ski type things so that football players can wrap up or get into a blocking position and they drive their feet so they can push the sled. It weighs a lot. And uh, we get to the practice field. It's normally chained up to the field goal post that's closest to the school on our practice field. And um, it was gone. So someone stole, I hope it was scrappers, because if not, I'm picturing like three or four, like, you know, like thug-like dudes, you know, guys named Kyle and Steve and Jeff or whatever. And they're just walking away with this like 100 pound piece of metal. So I, I, I hope it was scrappers. Maybe they were desperate, but like, what the fuck? We can't have anything without it being fucking stolen. And to add insult to injury, they stole the chain. They stole the chain that was, you know, keeping the, the sled locked up to the field goal post. And they stole the lock. So it's for sure scrap metal now. And I guess we're lucky they didn't take the field goal posts for the, from the football field. So uh, classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew if you've got a one-man, three-man, or five-man football sled that you want to donate. Um, we're checking in with Goods for Greatness um, to see if we've got like a, a local college nearby that can donate one. Because uh, we, we don't have our equipment right now. We still have our stuff that stays inside, but we can't leave the stuff that's... It's not even like nice stuff. It's just stuff. Because uh, apparently, you know... 
If it's out there, it's mine. If it's unlocked, it's it's free, I guess. If it's locked, it's free in this case. And um, yeah, I would have liked to have seen the, uh, the video coverage of that if there was like a security camera out there for whoever the fuck stole our, our one-man sled. So that's fun. But anyways, so thanks so much for listening. This is a short one this week. Maybe next week we'll have a video episode for our Patreon people. You can check out Marty and he'll be on that episode. We'll see if he stays on stays in view or on camera for it. Uh, or maybe we'll get Peter back in here. We're, we're trying to see once Peter settles in um, if he will uh, you know, be our, our regular co-host. Uh, we were talking about you know, early lessons and stuff like that. And I was thinking back to my first demo lesson where I had like, it, it was when I was, oh, he's playing with the toys. That's what you hear the squeaker right now. But uh, it was like a principal, an assistant principal, just pretending to be the kids from hell. And I had this insight that I wish I had had in the moment because they gave me some topic to cover and they said, you have to hit these standards in this 15 minute block that we have. And it's clear to me now, they didn't give two shits about the content or the skills. It was only about the environment and expectations that I set up. And I didn't have that wisdom back then because I was so nervous. I hadn't done this before really. And, you know, interview stakes are high. And I just wish I had that in the moment. But you know what? Things worked out for the better. So I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to go get this sweet boy. He's, he's playing with the ball. Hey, buddy. Hey, bud. He's like, what are you doing right now? Why are you talking to this metal thing? But uh, no, thanks so much for, for listening, though. Uh, if you have anything you want to let me know, there is no comment here for the week. But if you have them, you can send them to at Classroom Brew on social media, especially on uh, Instagram and also classroombrew at gmail.com. We are available anywhere that you listen. You can subscribe to us on Patreon for tons of bonus content and all that good stuff. You can hear some stuff, some perks, and the names of our current patrons, plus Science Adam. So, thank you. Uh, you can hear that at the end of this episode in our Patreon dedication song, which has plenty of soul and plenty of what the fuck. So, hope you guys are doing well, staying safe. Maybe we're going to go back remote soon. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen right now? And uh, until next week, class dismissed. Oh, hi.
Ohio teaches French class, but I don't remember French. Sorry for my teacher who taught me French. You were really cool, but that was years ago. This dude beat cancer, getting real strong. He posted on the gram, he's a real bad ass. James Biner, James Biner, that's fucking right, James Biner. Cindy Montoya from California, Lazy Teacher Podcast, that's a bad look. Definitely not lazy, big time podcast fan, Melinda Bradley. Melinda Bradley, she's from Florida, more PPE, for her staff photo, that's Melinda, Melinda Bradley, Melinda Bradley, classroom crew, check it out on patreon.com, 